vent a little just okay. before we start uh, rigmaroling into this. All okay. right. So um, just a little bit of uh, personal racism. Uh, it, it's not what you think. It's not like coming from me or anything right. like that. It's just stuff that I'm observing in my environment. Um, okay. Just two quick things. One, earlier today, I got into like a Facebook kerfuffle with um, a friend of a friend, um, you know, on, on Facebook. Uh, we were talking about that kid, um, not kid, the young man who came back from North Korea in a coma and died. Otto Warmbier. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for remembering that. So, so I basically laid out the point that while tragic and he didn't deserve to die, um, I think part of what mitigated the problem was um, he most likely went over there with a certain sense of American privilege, um, which a lot of uh, tourists from this country go to other places and assume that the rules that they grew up with and are and are um, and are taught and you know they're just used to here would apply everywhere else, and it's just not the case. So he allegedly stole something. Um, they also accused him of being like a spy for some, <coughs> for some church here in, in the States. Um, so, I mean, you never know. You never know over the, what kind of uh, trumped-up charges they're going to give you over there. Um, but anyway, um, he was uh, given a, a trial of some sort. I'm sure it was a sham trial. Um, at some point, he must have been mistreated. His lawyer was a Morty. Yep. <laughs> no, I don't want to see your pogs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but um, so it was a, a sham trial. But um, at some point, he must have been mistreated. Maybe he had a pre-existing health condition. He fell into a coma, and then we finally got back to the United States. He passed away. Uh, but what I'm thinking is that if he, in fact, stole something, I don't care if it was just a poster or something like that. You know, when you're in another country, especially when you're in North Korea, like, don't do anything. I don't understand. Like, here's the thing. Like, I... The way I'm going to preface this mm. is not going to be good because uh, any preface that starts with, I feel bad for the guy, but, you know, <laughs> obviously it's a bad, you know, it's, a, you, you yeah, know, like, yeah. it's like, okay, here we go. Um, totally. <laughs> direct all your angry messages towards uh, uh, Ernesto Mancibo. Don't you do that. <laughs> you know, I'm not customer service for robots versus taxes. And if I am. I'm going to be the worst representative <laughs> ever anyway. But, uh, you know, I, I feel bad for the guy. But, you know, I, I do agree with you on in terms of like this kind of like behavior. Like, I don't you know what it I don't know enough about his situation, why he was over there to begin with. What was he taking a fucking vacation? No, he was doing a I think he was doing some kind of research to for some kind of documentary. Um Okay, but like, still, that's no excuse to like go around and be like, "Hey, look at this poster! I should take this down and you know, stuff it in my pocket in like one of the most 
like paranoid countries on the planet. Yeah, you know? seriously. Um, you know what it remind? It kind of reminded me of. It kind of reminded me of a more extreme version of. I don't know if you remember what happened to like this frat boy that went to um, fucking what was a country? Um. You're talking about the that name guy. Es- the name escapes me, but it's the guy. He was caned. Yeah, I was just thinking of that. What, what was the name of the? Fuck, I forget the name, name of the country. It's one of the. It's. It's uh, in Indonesia. No, it's not. It's not in Indonesia. It's, it's one of those like country. really humid, hot. Yeah, countries but it, it's like where a country they, that's super strict. Mm-hmm, where they grow bamboo like everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's that's accurate. <laughs> no, it's well that that's what the canes are made of. Oh, oh, all right. Bamboo, so right. That'll tan your ass. Damn. Yeah. That'll give you as as Look my at me trying to like negate, step all over your like you know your knowledge. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> no. I'm. It's but look, it's totally cool. But yeah, no. They uh, they figured out a long time ago that when you get a piece of bamboo and you shape it the right way, it can. Uh, what my uh, grenade and dance teacher used to tell me is like you can get a good kotas from that. So, you know, it'll it'll cut your shit up. So, yeah, they uh, I feel like at most that guy was like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say, like, I feel like at most that's what um, these uh, American tourists who go abroad and do something stupid, like steal a poster or fuck up a gas station um, bathroom. I'm looking at you, Ryan Lochte. Oh, yeah, so. I feel like they should all get like a good caning, you know, because you don't forget that kind of uh, ass whooping. So I've heard. But yeah, but back back to the um, original subject at hand. So I was having this online exchange with this uh, friend of a friend. And I got to admit, I trolled him a little bit. (laughs) Okay. I was. (laughs) Don't feed the trolls, man. I see you doing that sometimes. I'm just like. But it's so fun sometimes. It is fun. I did troll. I did troll somebody on our Instagram page, and that was really fun. And it was fucking brilliant, (laughs) man. You fucking ruined his day. You ruined his day. And sometimes you just got to do that. Sometimes you got to play them at their own game. Um, Fuck you, underscore dancing. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah, we were going back and forth, and I trolled him a little bit by essentially almost legitimizing North Korea. I'm just like, yeah, you know, I know it's an extremist regime, but they still have laws. And those laws have to be observed when you go to North Korea. You know, just just for your own survival. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't I mean, I don't believe one bit in North Korea, but like I just had to get under the skin of this guy, you know, instead of and I didn't hit him with the full on like, hey, you um you white supremacists have to uh you know, learn that your white privilege doesn't get uh, applied everywhere. I instead, I I changed the moniker. I said American privilege, so to let them think that it was like all inclusive. But right, right, right. but like black people don't go to other countries and act the fucking fool because it's just like we get that shit at home. It's like you think going abroad, it's gonna go any better. It's like I would be, I'd be really surprised to learn of like some college age black guy going to Singapore or North Korea or fucking Vietnam and like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking go spray paint this fucking wall. It's just like, you kidding? I think that was what the, the dude who got cane in Singapore, that's, that's what he was doing. He spray painted a wall. So he basically thought he was Bart Simpson basically yeah, in another basically, country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. He had a slingshot in his back pocket the whole night. <laughs> 
but um but anyway this, i got this guy really riled up and he he was just like you're just so prejudiced against uh, uh american tourists and I'm, <laughs> and I'm just like i'm just like what a dick i'm like no no that's not it but what i'm trying to advocate is survival that's what i'm trying to advocate when you go to another country you should just shed your american exceptionalism and you'll be all right i mean and th- this is this is one I loved. I can't believe he didn't fucking have an aneurysm over this. I was just like, the majority of people who go to North Korea come out just fine, you know. It's like, <laughs> you know, I mean, and it's and it is partially true, but it's because you know most of them are fearing for their fucking lives, and they're usually out of there in a few days. But um, but anyway, that's that's uh, <laughs> that's. So just you basically gave them a little taste of their own medicine, which is like you know. Hey man, if you follow their laws, <laughs> yes, like you know, uh-huh. you just you know, you give them your identification. <laughs> you just you know, you re- move your hands really slow. Just if you have a weapon, <laughs> just let them know that you have it. I was this close. To, <laughs> I was, I was this close to telling him, like you know, if you just comply. Everything will be all right, you know. But I figured it would be too obvious what I was doing, oh, so yeah, I, I saw, yeah. so, so I didn't go there. But yeah, you don't uh, want to like melt his brain from the inside. Can it be like, oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> I'm becoming self-aware in this way that I don't comprehend. And then <laughs> face melts like fucking, like, like fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> And the se- and the second racism thing, really quick. I there is a um, I have a fellow dancer in my dance troupe. Um, she's one of the new ones. She's only been there for like a year. Um, this little white girl. And over the course of the past year, I've had like two in depth conversations about race with her. And the first one was about like police brutality and stuff. And she came with the whole fucking like you know, well you know if they just comply, blah 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 bullshit. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was just like, uh, and then the second conversation was about, um, the Oscars. So white, um, that happened last year when like not one nominee was a person of color for like best actor and stuff like that. And she was just like, well, what's the big deal? It's just one year. I was just like, this has been the case for the last two years. And you're telling me out of all the films that came out, all the films that came out, no people of color and are nominated not even win i'm talking about nominated and she just couldn't see it and she w- then we got into a conversation about it and eventually i was talking about like real equity and she was just like well if um if people of color can uh get nominated and be part of that whole process then there shouldn't be a bet awards and i was just like oh you stupid little <sighs> you stupid little idiot it's like you really don't understand that marginalized people need to make their own spaces in order to in order to to have recognition to begin with and you're th- and you think it's a form of segregation it's like you're really stupid so anyway like i can't stand to look at her i really can't i'm like you're you're just filled with this sort of ignorance and i finally had a, a talk with my choreographer and i let him know and i was just like listen i I don't think I could be in the room with this person anymore. Like I thought they were, they would eventually just fade away from the group, but they, they just keep on returning. And I just don't think I can, I can stick around. And he was just like, look, 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 let's talk about this. If I got to lose somebody, I'd rather lose them than you, you know, cause I've worked with you. I know your style. You're, right. you're a better dancer and stuff like that. And, 
I was just like, so we've gotten into some very deep conversations about racism and stuff like that and prejudice. And um, essentially, I'm trying to get her uh, removed from the group because I don't think she deserves to be. We're, we're a pretty diverse group. Um, and I just don't think that she deserves to be among people um, as diverse as us with that sort of thinking. Um, there have been some. Uh, I've spoken to him and one other person who sort of advocated like well do you think it, it it would help if like we talked to her and i was just like no i don't think so i think that this sort of thinking only responds to consequence because i spoke to her in a very logical and calm manner and she still didn't get it um no i mean like i i feel like that kind of ignorance is is it's rooted in a deep denial mm -hmm. so it's like got this kind of like bedrock Yes. It's like it, it's a bedrock. Oh, good metaphor. Yeah, good so metaphor. you basically you like, you know, because I've seen it a lot, like like people defend because um, I've had the most the most recent conversation I ha I've had was a, a conversation about religious religion with a religious person. Mm -hmm. And um, and I hit a bedrock of hardcore Catholicism that I was just like, OK, so I guess I'm not going to be able to. You know, talk reason. Um, Did it smell like frankincense and myrrh? <laughs> <laughs> no, but ironically, she hit me with an arrow for like putting like m for wearing clothes that were threaded, like one thread over the other. Very old testament. <laughs> God um, damn! I know. <laughs> Shit. Really weird. Uh, <laughs> and then she killed her son because God told her so. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, damn. it's like you eventually you reach an, you reach an impasse with uh, with certain types of people that just have this this belief system that once you start threatening it, they they, they withdraw into their fortress and nothing can shake them out of it. You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of understand it because I feel like I've have had it. Like I've definitely had um, kind of like moments where I was uh, in my younger years. You know. Um, struggling with uh, the concept of oh, the concept of feminism, oh, oh you know, God. and then uh, and then it made a huge impact on me once I s dropped my fucking stupid masculinity bullshit, and then I was just like, you know what, women should be equal, you, you know? know, and then that was sort of like a you know a kind of like a milestone in terms of like my own personal evolution but anyway that's eye-opening isn't yeah, it like it is when you finally say holy shit yeah. you know th this this stuff is so ingrained and deep inside that i thought was just like right but when you actually put it under a microscope it's just like oh my god i've got misogynist tendencies yeah exactly like, yeah holy cow yeah. like Got and it. like it when you start looking at it in a grander scope and you're just like whoa patriarchy is mm. it's a thing it, it's a thing it's a fucking thing yeah shit man <laughs> well that makes me sound really naive but it's like uh, i mean i don't know it was just part of my personal growth i was a late bloomer into the whole thing so hey as long as you bloom that's what counts yeah. man it's like that that goes for all of us it's like yeah. it's never too late it's never too late to uh come to the light and and see reason and change your views and you know it it's it's work and it's something that you have to constantly analyze but knowing that you're working toward um something better um it fuels you and you and you want to uh, in certain in some ways uh do that work you know it can be a little 
intimidating sometimes because it's just like, all right, I have to hold myself accountable, but ultimately it's worth it. Can I play a little bit of devil's advocate? Sure. Okay. Um, I know that makes me sound like really. <laughs> it's like, uh oh, <laughs> starting to go with the shuttle challenger jokes. Um, well, I thought you were going to start playing a pinball game <laughs> that you had in the corner. Like, <laughs> Simpsons reference, <laughs> but you know. So. We're doing all the animated shows today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was thinking, like, um, why not just keep her on the on the on the group on the dance troupe? You know. Yeah, uh, because like, I mean, sh- like at worst you're going to ostracize her, um, which will make her th- at least have some kind of glimmer of like doubt about what she's actually saying. And at best, you'll actually start speaking some some actual reason. You might be mm. reaching her. I don't know. Stranger things have happened. Mm. I don't particularly hold a lot of like hope for people. Mm-hmm. I'm very pessimistic on just like on the outlook of how people are. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I think that uh, I think that maybe if you do keep her on like the best case scenarios, like you get awoke. Mm. I I hear where you're coming from, and I've I've certainly heard that um, uh, suggestion before when it comes down to the situation. Uh, Number one, I really don't give a fuck about her personal growth. <laughs> like I really could, I really could not give a fuck. Know, um, right, if yeah, it was, right. if it was one of the other dancers who I've danced with for years, and like I heard something like this come out of their mouth, I would at least attempt to talk to them. Good point. On a certain level, but this one, I, I literally have no investment in her as a friend, as a dancer, or anything like that. It's just like, who are you? Get the fuck out of here, you know. Um, second of all, I think that as a person of color. It's not my job to dismantle um, any uh, white supremacist thinking in a white person's head. That is something for that is something for white people to do. Um, and I and I fully support people who take that on. You know, I think I think it's a difficult, difficult job, and it's something that um, has to happen within that group. Like the woke white people have to come for the sleeping white people okay. you know uh, because people of color we're we're busy just fighting to survive and to get equity you know so we can't educate you and come up at the same time i mean it, it, some might argue that we could but like it's it's really not that part that little sliver is not going to come from us it's like you gotta you guys have to figure that out on your own you invented it you dismantle it um we're just trying to let y'all know, like, these are the effects. We're going to fight you. Um, we're going to tell you why we're fighting you. And then you guys can figure out what y'all going to do to make it to make it better on yourselves because we're not going to stop. You right, know, we've right. never we've never like said, you know what? We were wrong on the slavery thing. You know, yeah. why don't we just reverse the clock? You know, so uh, when it comes down to this to this uh, girl in the group, it's just sort of like I think she needs to go off on her own. Um, outside of the group, uh, maybe get some black friends because I can't believe that she has any or any friends of color. Um, <laughs> read some books, you know. Um, <laughs> to, I'm not even trying to. I'm not even trying to be sarcastic. Like literally, like pick up some something from James Baldwin or uh, W. B. Du Bois or t- f- fucking. If 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 you need a white voice, pick up a book by Tim Wise or you know or uh, 
Theodore. My girl, Chimamanda Adichie. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Or Theodore Allen. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, educate yourself because there is a perspective that people have really thought about and deconstructed that will benefit you. But um, I'm not going to spoon feed you and you're going to you're not going to tell like if she told me sorry tomorrow, it literally would just bounce off of me because I'd be like, well, what have you done to be sorry and to know that what you said and what you were thinking is wrong? Um, is it the consequence? Is it because, you know, you saw roots like I don't I don't <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't mean anything to me. Like you need to go do some personal work, you know, and I'm not making light of it because that is difficult personal work like what we were talking about with, with misogyny earlier it's like it's it's something you got to constantly look at um and you can't take for granted you don't cross a line and say oh i'm i'm completely done with it it's like right, right, right. no there, it's there's such a big risk of backsliding and you constantly have to look at it and the same thing with racism especially with racism um so yeah so that's that's my perspective on that but um Guys, thanks for listening in. Uh, I'm Ernesto Mancibo. Oh, shit. Longest intro ever. <laughs> I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. <laughs> and together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> we're you just, in, it was a cold open. <laughs> we're bringing the... We're bringing the racist heat yeah, today. No. Or, you know, <laughs> the racist... The analytical racist yeah. heat. So, um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, if this if this country were an ice cream truck, it would be it would be a Chipotle truck that also did like um, Borscht. You know, it's like <laughs> that's such a weird that's the weirdest analogy I've ever heard. <laughs> you know, like on a on a cone. You know, it's like oh Chipotle and Borscht on a cone, and it wouldn't even have like the the popular. Um, Pizza in a cup. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a jerk reference. Ooh, <laughs> what obscure! I love that movie so much. I just saw it recently. It wouldn't even have like the popular uh, Mr. Softy theme, like ding 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 ding. It would just be like insane clown posse. Exactly. On giant speakers, just like shattering windows everywhere. Come get your hot borscht on a cone. <laughs> should guzzle that down with some warm Fago orange drink, you know. This is the most grossest shit ever. <laughs> While they blast Limp Biscuit, like. You know, you, you. Music for. Like, morons. <laughs> you know, you've gone in on Limp Biscuit. A few times. I, they're the worst thing to happen to music since... I'm not arguing that. Starship. Since, oh, God. Ooh. Oh. I'll never forgive we built this city. Somewhere somewhere, Fred Durst just keeled over in, in diarrhea pain, like, from what you just said. It was like, that was fierce. That was harsh. But um, out of all the things, though, that they've done, because, look... We're all we're kids of the 90s. You know, we grew up with that music. And I know that you probably nodded your head to it a few times. You no, know, I, I never bet you did. did. I bet I you did. I never did. Mr. Scarface. But, uh, well, that's, but that's the worst <laughs> I ever got. Yeah, my unfortunate Scarface. <laughs> but geez, you had to remind me of that. We just oh, fuck. 
But fuck you. <laughs> well, we'll go into that a little later. That came up yesterday at a movie we went to go see, but we'll bring it up later. But um, my elbows still hurt from skanking so much. <laughs> anyway, but there was one track I really thoroughly enjoyed by Limp Biscuit. It was when they did um, a rehash of the Mission Impossible theme. Now I know why you want to hate me. <laughs> you mean that song? Fuck that song. Well, okay. Okay. Maybe the point where the voices came in wasn't so great. But the beginning, the guitar riff at the beginning, right. when you hear like the... It was so fucking cool like yeah. you you gotta admit that you all gotta right. admit yeah, i mean that. hey man well like uh, i'm not gonna judge we all have our guilty pleasures you we know we do we do um and you know i'm pretty sure if you dig deep enough well not so deep enough you'll find mine <laughs> 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 uh, actually not so deep because retroactively you just outed me as like a huge scop or like a like a fucking skanking pickle um <laughs> you, now you're going into like phrases i don't even know like <laughs> No, I, I I never got into the fucking you know, I never started dressing in suits and like you know shit. The most, yes, the most you the, did. Uh, no, the most. Your the, sister I, said you did. God damn it! So, so Gabby, if you're listening, thank you for that tidbit. It's so it's so good, it's so good. Oh man! <laughs> Thanks, Gab. <laughs> Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah, but um, but music from the uh, from the nineties. We grew up with a lot of good stuff. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. It's um, and I'm thinking that in these troubled times, uh, we're probably like primed for some really interesting music to start rising up from the trenches. You know, to speak out against the music scene now is so saturated with like pop music that I feel like mm. the only people who are really motivated in trying to do music that is like kind of like rooted in protest mm -hmm. um, are people who are like way at the top. Mm. Case in point, Beyonce with uh, Lemonade. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, I, I just think that like that was kind of like a milestone in terms of like, holy shit, protest music is still around kind yeah. of. You know, yeah, absolutely. in this really weird, cool way. I'm not really a, oh no, here comes the hate mail. Um, I'm not really a Beyonce fan, but once she okay. released that, <laughs> I, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Bye, everybody. Hey, <laughs> hey, come hey. The beehive is coming. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, man, you're. I'm sorry, you're on your They've own. Got I, dark guns. <laughs> I told you, I told you like one or two podcasts ago, uh, one or two podcasts ago, I hope that you can really fight like Zatoichi because <laughs> when the beehive comes for you, shit, you know, I love Beyonce, by the way, <laughs> don't hurt me. Well, I, I guess, you know, it's just that like, I'm, I'm not saying she's not a, like a, a, an amazing artist. I saw her live once. You did. And uh, I like, I was like kind of like blown away by like the fact that like she really threw herself into the choreography and shit she's so no I was joke. like I, I was like holy shit you know she is no she puts in that rehearsal time yeah so uh you know 
she's a great artist. Like I just never really got into her music until Lemonade came around, and I was mm. just like, holy shit. Mm. Um, this what? is like Formation came in. Like I listened to Formation, I was just like, I was like, that was, this is a good fucking album. This is gonna be great. Yeah. What's your favorite uh, song from the album? Formation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and you know, also uh, at at the same time, I was listening to, to like Kendrick Lamar, mm. and then my wife put me on to Beyonce because she was like, "You have to listen to this. This is really good. It's actually really good. You're gonna like this." <laughs> I was like, "Beyonce, oh come on! <laughs> I'm not gonna put all our fucking you know MP3s to the left, to the left. Anyway, <laughs> anyway." <laughs> Oh, God, <laughs> I'm so bitter today. Can you hear me? I'm just like a cantankerous old geezer. Yeah, well, you know, you're, I think you're entitled. You're entitled. You yeah. got to blow off some steam. Uh, before we started recording, uh, we had we were touching on <laughs> our backgrounds. Um, right. I'm of uh, uh, my family's of Dominican uh, descent, and Pablo's is of uh, Salvadorian mm-hmm. um, descent. And I'm Salvi. And uh, when when we were kids, uh, there's just there's just a way that uh, a Latino parents <laughs> go about having dinner parties. Yeah. If you could even call it a dinner party, I don't know if I actually ever saw them eat dinner, um, unless cigarettes and booze count as dinner. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> my dad calls that liquid dinner. Liquid dinner. Ah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Eight Heineken's later. She's like, he's telling me he loves me. Which is the only time he ever does it. No, he did. He tells <laughs> No, he them. tells me he loves me all the time. You have a good father. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but. Uh, Who just wanted to see some deep pools. Anyway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> call back. Uh, I'm sorry. You were saying I feel like I keep, <laughs> keep interrupting you. <laughs> I can't wait for your, for your parents to hear these podcasts. They will never hear them. But uh, yeah, when we were kids and, and our parents would have dinner parties, um, it'd just be a whole bunch of people uh, in the kitchen, you know, drinking and smoking and laughing. And the thing is with Latino parents, the kids get to stay up for a little while yeah. and interact with the, you know, these adults who, you know, show up in various uh, outfits, usually shiny shirts, uh, big hair. Um, I'm telling you, I think the shiny shirts are like a Dominican thing. It's all right. <laughs> Might be a Dominican thing. I don't know. What do Salvies do when they go party? What do they wear? Um, the typical uh, militant green <laughs> of, uh, you know, the FMLN. What? The, what? Your parties were, were different? We don't talk about the revolution there? Um, <laughs> we only uh, we talk about the revolution. I, I, I think it's usually called uh, sex. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but you know prince the, and the revolution yeah basic yeah <laughs> that's yeah mm-hmm. no 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 my, my I'm, I'm just being a dick um did they parents, all smoke cigars too mm, you know sorry. yeah no my, there was definitely heavy heavy smoking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but uh you know i my I, I was telling you before is like my mom usually usually wore like a dress with shoulder pads <laughs> and um and it looked like gift wrap, like shiny gift wrap. So I, I kind of do relate to like the shiny shirts thing, except that it's more on my mom's side than it was on my dad. My dad always wore like these blue button up shirts, you know, <laughs> and he'd always like 
open it up a little bit and show like he had the, this gold chain with the, with oh. his uh, with his initial on it. Oh man, yeah. he really went there. Yeah. Jeez. And, you know. Oh man, one day we got to do that. We got to just be ridiculous. Oh yes, just... I, absolutely. The Guayaberas come out, and oh. I'm just like, fucking gonna rock that shit. I'm so down for that. Like, <laughs> just go complete asshole. Yeah. Just complete <laughs> asshole. But I'm gonna look like fucking Pitbull. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Big obnoxious glasses. Yeah. Oh, just. Oh, man. It's going to be glorious. Yeah. It's going to be glorious. Just loud ass salsa and bachata. Yeah. And like I said before, you know, as kids, we got to interact a little bit. And then at the height of our stimulation, <laughs> because, you know, there are lights and people and laughing and stuff like that. And they're just starting to break out all the. Who am I kidding? They already broke out all the bad stuff that kids shouldn't be around because back then they didn't know that kids shouldn't be inhaling secondhand smoke or be around alcohol. You know, if you were if you were lucky or if somebody was drunk enough, you maybe got a little sip. Who knows? But so anyway, <laughs> you're at the height of your stimulation and then it's time to go to bed. Yeah. And it's the worst thing in the world. You're just like, what? But you guys are staying up. It was like, oh, time to go to bed. OK, here we go. Say bye to everybody. Bye. And you're like, no. <laughs> and you're but I just got here. Yeah. <laughs> you're in this dark room and everybody's just having a great time cursing, smoking, and drinking in the next room. You're like, ah, <laughs> you know, you're just laying in bed like, I'm missing it. Yeah. I'm missing all of it. You know, you got like, a, you know, pre teenage FOMO. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's, it was, you know, but it was, you know, it was part of our childhood. And, um, I don't know if you guys had this. I think uh, our parents definitely rocked this. They had to have uh, the only stereo system with giant wooden speakers. Like there were no, I don't think. The wood paneled ones. The right? wood paneled ones. It's yeah. like the good wood, you know. <laughs> it's like many an, many an oak forest was cut down just for speaker assembly. There's still remnants of like the fairies from Fern Gully embedded <laughs> in like the side of it. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> shit! Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> Fern Gully reference! Wow! Uh, wow! Topical. Nice. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Um, and those speakers put out like the only sound. There was no escaping it. Um, and I don't know how they expected us to go to sleep with the music playing no exactly cursing smoking drinking it's like i think that's probably why we're night owls now yeah exactly <laughs> oh my god that dog, <laughs> fuck you just fucking it just blew our minds yeah, you man just blew my mind dude <laughs> i've had a breakthrough like my therapist often tells me oh, when i'm crying into a pillow um dude come <laughs> on <laughs> Today's episode brought to you by Clonopin. <laughs> is that a real thing? No. Clonopin. Yeah, it should it be. Is, it is a real thing, but it's not like I'm not on it right now currently. Clonopin. That sounds like for people who who have a disorder where they constantly dress up as clowns. <laughs> no, that's Clownopin. Clownopin. Oh, I'm sorry. Clownopin. Oh. Oh my god, I should be shot for that joke on site. <laughs> oh my Do you have god. any beefs with that with my with my comedy stylings lately? Just you know 
feel free to, to you know stop me in the street and spit on me as i like run past you <laughs> anyway <laughs> good to like but, but you, no you did unearth something it's just like yeah there were definitely nights where i would um I would kind of like lay awake and like listen to my parents and all their friends like make jokes that I didn't understand. Um, but that also that was that would be my chance to be like uh, to like you know uh, sneak into their room, turn on the TV, and just watch Saturday Night Live. Ooh, yeah, um, very slick. Yeah, very yeah, slick. that's right. Or my sister would like you know basically send me out on a on a uh, mission to go get like go steal pop tarts <laughs> <laughs> this is such a personal personal thing because that this actually happened she'd be like you know if she'd be like hey are you awake i'm like yeah she's like go out there and pretend you want to she was always like the planner right for my crimes <laughs> She was always the brains behind their operation. I was always the the Ethan Hunt. So, um, so yeah, she would be like, "Go out there, pretend you wanna use the bathroom, but really go into the kitchen, get us some pop tarts." I'm like, all right. Then I'd walk past my dad. He'd be like, "Wait a second, what you got there, huh?" I'm like nothing. Fucking pop tarts! I told your grandma not to sneak these fucking pop tarts. Anyway, I'm going to a dark place there. <laughs> I would always get found out, like stealing my contraband of cookies and like. So you're listening to Robots versus Taxes on Radio, Radio Free, Free Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, we did something dope yesterday. Fun ass fucking time at the Alamo Draft House. Shout out to Alamo Draft House, yeah, you guys. Alamo Draft House is fucking dope. I mean, you guys just became so damn cool, like out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like I just started flashing by. I'm just first of all, like you get these celebrities to come to your local theaters on opening night of of certain movies, like we've. We've seen uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Michael um, Fassbender, Michael Fassbender, and um, last night uh, we went to go see Baby Driver, and none other than the great and immortal uh, Kid Koala. Kid Koala um, was there uh, in the theater, DJing live for us, um, showing us some of the. Um, gadgets and instruments that were used in the movie and pablo here got to actually meet him and talk to him oh please it was it was barely like it that's barely an exclu an exclusive because um it was cool though. yeah tell anyone, anyone who knows me uh will tell you you the, the listeners um that i'm super easily starstruck <laughs> and i turn into um I turn into fucking, uh, you know, Farley and fucking when he's interviewing Paul McCartney. <laughs> I turn into Chris Farley, like interviewing Paul McCartney uh, is, uh, because I, I, I sweat a lot. I don't really know how to talk to them because I feel like I'm like taking up a lot of their time and I'm like fucking, you know, I'm incomprehensible. 
you're you're being too harsh on yourself, man. Because I've seen you run into celebrities on the street, and you're you're like really cool. You're like, hey, you're uh, you're so and so, and they're like, hey, yeah, you know, sort of looking at you like, are you, <laughs> you going to flip out? You know, <laughs> and then you're like, that's when I break out the gun, and it's just like <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment <laughs> all my life. <laughs> oh lord! And you look at them, you're like, you have a choice, a bullet. Or a vial of your blood. <laughs> They're like, what? It's like, Comic-Con's coming up. And daddy's got to make some money. <laughs> I actually stole... That'd be really cool. It's like I opened up a little stand at Comic-Con. And I'm just like, Leo DiCaprio's blood, everybody. <laughs> I'm here with Takers. I, uh, I actually stole some of that story from um, an account... Not an account, but uh, from an experience that I think either DeForest Kelly, um, who played Bones on the original Star Trek, or Leonard Nimoy, who played Spock. Um, one of them said that they were at a convention, um, a Star Trek convention, assumably. And um, you don't say. Yeah, because, you know, because, you know, it, it wasn't like the convention for. Uh, the American League of um, Sewer Workers or something like that, you know. You know, shout out to uh, Sewer Locale 963. Uh, but anyway, th- they were at the convention. I'm so, I'm, I, no, no, it's all right. It's all right. It's like this car keeps swerving like yeah, on the eyes. I'm just like, I got I to gotta get it back. The ship. <laughs> so anyway, one of them was at a convention. And this whole thing is going to be derailed this, if you don't this, finish this sentence. Sorry. <laughs> so one of them was at a convention and um, a, a fan comes up and is he, they were like, oh, they were very polite and stuff. And then they asked if they could if they could have a, a sample of blood. And they opened up a kit uh, with a syringe, you know, like everything was was fresh and wrapped. This person seemed to be knowledgeable in phlebotomy and they they were asking quite seriously, calmly, not in a psycho way, but very seriously and uh i was freaked uh, this is what one of them said I, I wish i knew exactly which one it was but it was one of those two and politely turned them down they were just like okay well i just needed to ask thank you very much it was nice to meet you and walked away oh wait wait you're leaving a part of a part out of the story i know the story because before he's like um deforest kelly or, or leonard nimoy they mm-hmm. declined and then he was like oh okay they well i just thought i'd ask you know by the way, my name is Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Ted. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> That's right. That's I don't know how I could forget that. Oh, oof. The thing is, I I could see him doing some yeah like that. Jeez. He's a Zodiac killer. With that face of his, or as your wife said, with that fucking face of his. <laughs> oh man, but um. But anyway, this film, uh, Baby Driver, it was fucking awesome. Oh, man, it was fucking dope. It's uh, it's the latest um, it's the latest work by uh, Edgar Wright. Yeah. Um, and man, he did he deliver on this like from the first of all the soundtrack of this fucking movie was insane. Yeah, it was the. Let's talk about the soundtrack and how pivotal it was to the whole movie because 
it's basically a musical without the dancing because everything is choreographed yes. with the beats and the music and it's crazy. Yes, absolutely. And all the songs, like I've never loved a soundtrack more than I've loved the soundtrack to Baby Driver. And I know a lot of people are just like huge into like fucking the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. soundtracks. And then, but I think so far this is this is in the running for my favorite soundtrack of uh, any movie in, in 2017 so far. So that says a lot. That says a lot because Pablo is a real like music aficionado. He has a a ridiculously extensive. I can't even imagine what your library is like now, because I remember um, probably close to 10 years ago when when you and your wife were first getting together. And there was one Christmas where she must have downloaded like she must have broke into like the. the 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 virgin uh database um she acted to the irs base yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> jesus i uh <laughs> thought you were a guy most guys do <laughs> <laughs> if you can guess what what movie we're talking about press one <laughs> if you want to talk to ernesto personally press two and if you want to talk to me, <laughs> Robots versus Taxes, very own Bell Martinez, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't have the time. Anyway. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Shit. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting your stories. No, no, please. It was <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were watching Baby Driver. Oh, and yeah. We were talking about the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was saying, like. Uh, your wife downloaded like the entire. She she hacked into Virgin. Uh, for for you for you super young people who are listening. Uh, you young young whippersnappers. Uh, Virgin was not just a company that's uh, trying to kick off uh, space tourism. <laughs> they they actually used to have mu- music stores all over the place where you could go and buy uh, CDs. And if you don't know what CDs are. Go fuck yourself, because you because you really you really are just too young. But uh, I love when we're hostile to our des- listeners. Seriously, I mean sometimes sometimes it's deserved. But um, but yeah. So she literally got you like dozens of burned CDs of just music, and I was just like, and you were just like, I can't wait to put all of this on my iPod and. Just like, and that was ten years ago. Yeah, and it's way easier to get music now. You must. I don't. I'm surprised that that iPod is still operational. I have now. I need two because this one. I'm pretty sure it's on its way out. Ah, I'm. I'm gonna turn into a baby driver. Yeah. Basically. Yes, you are. <laughs> if only I knew how to drive. It's such a sad. <laughs> listeners, you're. We're gonna let you in on a little secret here. We're both. Uh, pretty damn grown men <laughs> we we have no we're nowhere near close to having the license or the skill to drive <laughs> like we were literally in a car a few years ago with uh pablo's now wife yeah and uh one of our friends <laughs> he, he just left without putting on the brake and the car started to roll backward <laughs> And the three of us at the same time yelled out his name. And he comes Frank! and 
<laughs> he comes and he pulls like the emergency brake. The and handbrake. He, the handbrake. <laughs> and he looks back at the three of us. He's just like, none of you know how to drive. <laughs> none of you know how to pull the, like this brake. We're like, no, we don't know. <laughs> I just kept turning the radio station down the <laughs> FM line. I thought that would slow the car down somehow. <laughs> Oh, and almost a decade later, it's like nothing. Power 105 before it stopped. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) if you would have gone to KTU, the car would have blown up. (laughs) KTU. That's so hilarious. (laughs) This is like the club tracks at KTU are so explosive. Literally blow up your car. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but Baby uh, Driver was dope. It was so good. Yeah, like Pablo said, the choreography, the soundtrack, the the characters are so, like, colorful. Yeah. Um, they, they went to places that we didn't expect. Um, yeah, really <laughs> interesting stuff. <laughs> like, uh, like <laughs> what, what was the moment for you, like? Uh, for me, I think it was, um, spoilers, by the way, yeah. possible spoilers, possible spoilers, guys. Um, the girlfriend, um, I forget her name, which one darling, darling. Yes. Right. Darling. She turns around. She's just like, Eat it! <laughs> and she pulls out these guns that were bigger than her. Yeah. The recoil alone should have snapped both her arms back, <laughs> like right out of the sockets. And, but it would literally like stop both me and Pablo in the middle of water. We were just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that, that was, was the really cool. For me. Yeah. How about for you? Um, I was just I was astounded by like the kind of astound. I was astounded. Um, <laughs> but I was really like I kind of like really took notice of all the the stunt work was all practical. Mm-hmm. Um, I never got the sense that they ever relied on any kind of CGI for anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the the car chases were like there were moments where like like if there was it was heart pounding. Yeah, you know? it was just like holy shit! Like how is this dude gonna get out of this one? You know. It re- I mean, whoever they must have done some live uh, stunt driving for this film because it yeah. just looks so. It looks so great and authentic, and it was whoever the stunt drivers were, you know, hats off to you because you really made that yeah. film. Hell yeah, shine. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It was so fucking enjoyable. We can't recommend it enough. Like, yeah. go see it. It's a good time. It's a good film. Um, it's definitely like I felt like it was his version of Reservoir Dogs, and mm. it was like a mashup between that and um, and the movie Drive. Which you have still yet to see. It's true. I've got a, I've got a Ryan Gosling resistance. <laughs> I just I don't know. I just can't. I feel like at any point in the movie he's gonna be like, "Hey girl, <laughs> can let me drive this car." You know. <laughs> I'd be like, "Fuck that!" You know, no. <laughs> you know, you know what it is. You know what it is. I'm spo- I'm I've been Damn. I've been ruined because like a friend of mine like left uh, a dvd of the notebook at my house and she's like i want you to watch this and i'm just like all right and i just that was no friend of yours yes it w- oh well <laughs> uh, if you put it anyone that way, who leaves the notebook behind is no friend of yours well she said it was a very sweet film so and i it just stayed on my shelf for a while it started to gather dust and she was like if you're not gonna watch the film get back the dvd and i was just like all right all right i'll watch it i'll watch it i put it in 
Yeah. No, tell tell me tell me how you felt watching the movie. I'm interested. Look at my face. Uh, I'm not really interested. Oh, <laughs> oh, I fell for that one too. I fell for that one. Okay, very nice, very nice, dude. Very nice. So yeah, you should have you should have done your own like. All right, if I, you're gonna leave this at my house, I'll leave a little something for you. <laughs> Just leave Cannibal Holocaust over. <laughs> <No>, cannibal <laughs> Holocaust. Oh fuck. Just watch that. See how you feel afterwards. You know what? I. You know what? I'm gonna do that. She's currently living in Australia, but when she comes back, just leave the most depraved, like, like a fucking Takashi Miike movie. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Just leave Itchy the Killer there. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm so gonna do that. Yeah. Thank, thanks, thank you, dude. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, yeah, I watched The Notebook, and I got all up in my feelings, and, um, <laughs> yeah, it was not pretty at the end. Like, I was like, oh, hey, oh, oh, you mean they, they, they died together? <laughs> that was so real. Yeah, I, I really wish that was acting. Like, I was... I was so fucked up at the end of that movie. And I called her and I was just like, get this DVD out of my house. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's why I can't watch Ryan Gosling movies. Okay, point taken. I'll I'll find some way around this. I got to get past this barrier. He could... He could end up in the MCU at any moment, and then I'd be fucked. So. Oh, Ryan got yeah. no. I don't think so. All right, maybe the DCEU. Yeah, the DC. It's <laughs> <laughs> your closest bet. I'm Brainiac. <laughs> Ryan Gosling <laughs> is Brainiac. <laughs> Remember when he was in the running for Doctor Strange? Oh shit! Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my! Are you By serious? By the eye of Oh. <laughs> I don't know. His voice sometimes it cracks me up a little bit. So weird. Um, so weird. But um, but yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm Ernesto Mancivo. I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And don't forget, like, uh, like check out, uh, listen to Democracy Now right after our show, and uh, check out uh, Loca Vibes uh, Thursdays at ten, and also. Uh, Dr. Lisa gives a shit also on Thursdays at 2 p.m. And uh, yeah, um, and catch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Robots vs. Taxes. So that's my, that's a lot of plugs. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> got to put them out there. Got to put them out there. Let the people know. Yeah. Let the people know. Let the people know who the fuck they're listening to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we are Robots vs. Taxes. Taxes. And we'll catch you guys next time. You have yourself a nice day. Song of the week. Mm-hmm.